Welcome to episode six of the Rebel Within podcast. Today's episode is going to be titled Entitlement Syndrome. Your perception of reality is not real. But before I get to that, there's something I need to tell you guys right quick. And you'll get, indulge me this and give me a few moments. And I hope you'll understand. Not this Saturday, but the Saturday before, which was two Saturdays ago. I came down with Bell's palsy. And for those who don't know what Bell's palsy is, it's a temporarily a temporarily paralysis of the face, which can make one side of your face droop. It can um, make you talk funny, make you sound like your words are being slurred and everything like that. And um, so if I sound weird today, that's the reason why. And I hope you understand that I let this get me down. I let it get me depressed. And then I realized, I said, you know, Bill, I said, you know, Bill, I said, you've been through too much shit in your life to let something like this keep you from doing what you love to do. And I love bringing you guys this podcast. And I love live streaming and everything. So if you'll indulge me, and I hope you'll understand, and if you can get through it with me, I'm still going to continue to do this podcast. I know I'll sound, kind of sound funny and my words will sound a little slurred, and maybe sometimes I might not even, you may not understand everything I'm saying. So I'm going to try to talk slow as I can so my words don't sound so jumbled up and slurred and all that stuff. And I want you to know that I'm not making fun of anybody or anything like that. Because that's one thing in this world I'd never do is it's make fun of somebody, especially if they talk like this. You know, if they actually had a medical condition or something like that. I mean, stuff like that's not funny. So, I just want to let you know that I'm not doing some kind of gimmick or, or whatever it is. No, I'm, I've got Bell's palsy and um, I don't know how long I'll have it for. Some people say it's weeks, some people say months, some people say it's years, and some people say it's permanent. I pray to the good Lord that it's not that, but, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. So, thank you and indulge me, and please keep listening to this podcast and keep supporting me, and I appreciate it. I love all y'all. Okay, so now... We're going to get into what this time, this uh, podcast is all about called Entitlement Syndrome. Your perception of reality is not real. Okay. See, where I came up with the idea from this for is a friend of mine sent me an article the other day. And it was talking about how a teacher was supporting a student of his who punched a Trump supporter and then turned around and said that he should have shot that person, right? The Trump supporter. Now, my thing is this. I know a lot of people are going around the world today and they have that Trump derangement syndrome. 
And this is going to kind of tie in with that and everything. So it's kind of like you're going to get something sweet today. You're going to kind of get like two podcasts in one, maybe. I don't know. It depends on how I go about doing this. But anyway, so it all comes down to, right, you're a teacher. And you're teaching the youth of this country. And you act like that. Okay, the thing that gets me is, and this is probably one of those people who go to a damn anti-gun rally talking about taking people's guns away, but yet you want somebody like a Trump supporter shot. Well, how the fuck are they going to shoot these people if you want their guns took away? I mean, some people are stupid. Like, like that teacher's the kind of person that would stand in front of a fucking firing squad, right? And they open fire on him. And when it's all said and done, he's standing there bleeding with a hole in him, gushing fucking blood. He's like, oh, look, I've been shot. I've been shot. I can't believe I've been shot. Like, duh, motherfucker. You were standing in front of a firing squad with real guns and real bullets. What do you think was in there? Blanks? I mean, that's, you know, that's how stupid some of these fucking people are. And... The problem with it all is, is this, you're going to entice, and they didn't do anything to the teacher, and I don't think they've done anything to the student either. Maybe they suspended them, I don't know, I, I don't remember, but anyway, right, the whole thing is this, you got the youth today, and I'm talking about these ones between the ages of like 15 and 30, they have this fucking entitlement syndrome, that they think that the fucking world owes them something. Like, they think just because they were born, the fucking world owes them, they're entitled to every fucking thing. Like, they shouldn't have to work. They shouldn't have to fucking do this. They shouldn't have to do that. And, you know, some people who would be listening to this podcast right now are probably like, oh, you dumb. You don't know what the shit you're talking about. You just damn complaining. No, I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen the good and I've seen the bad. Now, there are some of the youth nowadays that get out there, they work, they bust their ass, they bust for everything they fucking got. And when I see that happening, I smile and thinking, you know, well, maybe this world, I mean, maybe some of the people that's going to carry on this world in later years, it ain't going to be so fucked up. Maybe it's still in good hands. Well, here's the problem. Is you're going to sit there and not punish some damn body that's already fucking entitled. Then that gives them the the reason to think they can do anything to anybody in the fucking world they want to. And there's going to be no consequences behind it. Consequences is the actions of fucking everything. You know, people don't understand in today's world. That if you don't discipline somebody, they're just going to turn around and do that shit all over again. Like, you got these, like, these kids out here nowadays, I look at them. They have no fucking social skills. They don't know how to talk to people. They don't know how to engage with fucking people. Because all they do is their life involves their fucking cell phone screen. That's all the fuck they care about. And whatever happens within that screen... 
That's all that matters to them. Facebook, Twitch, fucking Instagram, fucking um, Snapchat, what all them other fucking social media sites that they go on and shit, Twitter. Um, they fucking like, um, that's all the fuck they know because that's all they ever do. Like, like here's, here's a funny thing. Like today, you know how you punish a kid? You take away the fucking phone. Them motherfuckers don't even know what the fuck to do. I remember when I was a kid and I got in trouble. You know, the worst punishment I could have was my mama would tell me I couldn't go outside and fucking play. Man, that about fucking killed me, man. I don't want to be cooped up in a damn house. I wanted to be outside playing. Nowadays, you tell a fucking kid to go to their room, they're like, okay, good. I don't want to be out here with y'all no damn way. So you're not punishing these motherfuckers. You're not. They don't give a shit. Why would they? So... You just enticing these motherfuckers to do dumb shit. Right? That's just like, you know, and see, that's part of that Trump derangement syndrome I was telling you about. See, the youth nowadays are so fucking gullible. They believe every fucking thing that you tell them that they won't go and look up the truth for themselves. They won't go up and find the truth for themselves. They believe CNN. They believe Facebook. They believe all this bullshit. Like, here's something I'll, I'll never understand. You take, for instance, Donald Trump. This guy has been one of the biggest supporters of black people that I've ever known. He's had his picture taken with all kinds of black celebrities. And have always bought and always supported black people. Right? He's even dated black women before and actually interviewed one of the black women that he dated one time and said, you know what? Don't don't have a racist bone in his body. Right? Now, how can all of a sudden, just overnight, a motherfucker just turn racist like that? I, I don't get it. It's because, see... They're feeding you a reality that's not real. See, people don't understand that today the world is a cruel fucking place. Maybe more cruel than it used to be. You know, like nowadays, like I come up hard. I come up before there was social media. I come up in times when we didn't have much at all. I mean, I mean, when there were times when I'd wear the same pair of shoes for two or three years because we just didn't have the damn money. You know? Times were tough. I never wanted for anything. You know? I was good. I was happy. I was a fucking kid. I was a teenager. I didn't know no damn better. All the shit that I ever got, I worked and earned and got it. My first car, worked and paid for it. Bought and paid for it. Made payments on it. Working. Nothing was ever given to me. You know. 
And 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 people and some people are like, well, oh, you don't know, you just talking shit. Okay, let me tell you something. A few years ago, I decided to take my ass back to college, and I thought to myself, I said, you know, Bill, I don't know if you can do this or not. I thought I was getting in over my head. You know, but I was going to do it anyway. Then I saw this. I've always known this quote, but I told myself, you know, I said, I need something to keep me inspired in college, to keep me going on, keep me going through. So I had this three ring binder that and on the and in this three ring binder, I had a little paper slipped in there that said, and it was a quote from John Wayne that says, Courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway, right? That was the quote that got me through college. Okay? Now, yeah. Now, it took me longer to get a two-year degree than I wanted to. But you know what? I earned it. I spent every day out there busting my ass, doing the papers, Doing the projects, doing it all to make the grade to pass to get my diploma. Okay? Get my college degree. You know, I took telecommunications. And you know, like there were a lot of there were a lot of hours I spent at the school, you know, in the in the editing lab, in the um recording studio, in the sound, in the um audio recording audio editing room, stuff like that, working on projects for school, right? In my last semester of college, I worked a full-time job. I worked a part-time job and went to school full-time, okay? You know, yeah, there were a lot of times that I wish that I could have been home with my woman, sitting on the couch, eating a good home-cooked meal, watching some kind of TV show? No. I was stuck in a video editing booth editing a music video that I was doing for my own video project for college. It's still floating around here on on Facebook or on uh, YouTube or it used to be. I'm going to have to check and see if it's still on there. But out there in YouTube land, there's an actual music video. At the end of it, when the credits scroll, my name is in the um, credits for editing. And um, I'm going to have to check and see if it's still on YouTube. But I think that's cool. And I was proud of it. And I worked my ass off to get it. And yet, there were times I made sacrifices for shit that I wanted. But it made me a better person. I have never been the kind of person to to take or felt like I was owed anything. Like, here's the funny thing. This is going to kind of all kind of tie in to this too. I saw a buddy of mine post something on post something on Facebook. I think it was last night or this morning or sometime, talking about how a friend of his. He was talking about something that's a guy he knew or something did something for a girl and he respected he 
expected something in return. Like, so I'm thinking sex or whatever it is, you know. Here's the problem. You don't do anything for people expecting to get anything in return. You should do it because you should want to do it. You should do it because it's the right thing to do. You shouldn't feel entitled to to get any fucking thing or to expect any fucking thing. Like, I've done a lot of shit for a lot of people. Never got nothing in return. I didn't give a shit either. You want to know why? Because I'm not that kind of person. I don't do things to get recognition or have somebody, oh, well, you owe me one kind of thing. No. I look at it as someday, hell, I might be in that situation and I need fucking help. I would hope someone would help me. No, but you got motherfuckers out here, especially guys nowadays, and I see it even more now. They do something for a girl, they want something in return. That's not how that works. And, you know, maybe I'm kind of getting off topic a little bit, but it's all going to make sense in the end. But what I'm saying is like, you know, you got guys out here, they want to bang fucking everything, right? And I've always told guys, it's not the quantity of sex. It's the quality of sex, right? Like, you can bang all the chicks in the world, Right? But here's the thing. What good is quantity if you don't have quality? Right? If the quality is no good, the quantity is no good. Like, I'll put it to you like this right here. I've only been with a few women in my life. But with them few women in my life, I've had a lot of sex. Okay? Now, it's still considered a lot of sex. It's just not as with many women as most guys would probably have been with. Okay? So, but it was quality sex. And that's what makes a difference. Okay? Like, there's only probably one, two, maybe three women that I know of. That I wouldn't mind going a couple of rounds in the bedroom with. Because I know that the quality of sex would be great or awesome or whatever. Any anything. It just I I know it would be. And so I would rather have that than to have go out and bang every chick on the planet. But see, some guys think just because they're good looking and, and, and they're great and they're in shape and all this stuff. But they're entitled to whatever. You ain't entitled to shit, okay? Quit being a douche and a dumbass and be a fucking man and act respectful, okay? But see, it all just stems with I see it today, and I see the laziness in it. I see people out here. They don't want to do shit. They don't want to work for a living. That's why, that's why like, people like Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden, 
The reason they've had so much success in the can in the um campaign trail is because they speak to the youth. The youth don't want to work. They could give a fuck about jobs. They want everything given to them. They want health care. They don't have to pay for. It. They want all this shit. They that's why they want socialism so bad. Because they think, oh, with socialism, guess what? We don't have to fucking do anything. Uh, let me tell you something, dumbasses. Fucking socialism ain't as great as you think it is. Look at fucking Venezuela, right? See, when you get socialism and this health care for all bullshit, you know what's going to happen? The government's going to regulate how much you can have. They're going to reg- regulate what you fucking have. They're going to be able to regulate what you can do, what you can't fucking do all this shit right here and you're gonna think well man what happened to all the freedoms i fucking had well guess what you gave all that up for fucking socialism dumbass that's how dumb these fucking people are but see they'll tell you that donald trump was wrong for the stuff that he's doing because they want you to think that he's the bad guy he's the boogeyman he's the cause of the coronavirus the hurricanes, the floods, the fucking sickness going around. All this bullshit's all Donald Trump's fault. Guess what? The guy is not God. He does not control all this shit. Y'all are some dumb fuckers in this world, okay? That's pretty much, that is, that's, that's it. I mean, he just, you can't sit here and blame one person for every fucking thing. Like going back to college, right? When I when I was when I was in college, okay. And here's the truth on on what I was saying, right? Now, when I was going to night school, I was in classes with a lot more people my age. You know, I was like thirty eight. I was like thirty at the time. I was like what? 37, 38, maybe 39, some shit like that. Wasn't 39, but I was like like 37, 38. And I was, you know, I was going to school with people my own age and shit. So I felt more comfortable. Well, when I started taking day classes and going to school during the day, right? Well, I started being in classrooms that were full of teenagers, you know, People maybe in their early twenties. I was. I would look around, and ninety-five percent of the time, I was the oldest person in the class. And these fucking kids in there went to class, and they had this attitude. Well, all I got to do is show up. I'll get a grade. I'll pass, and I don't have to do any of the fucking work. Now, can you believe this? That. When I was the manager at the radio station at the college, when I was station manager, I had my own office and everything, which that was fucking cool as shit. But anyway, right? I had a student come up to me one day. Now, this fucking kid, all he did was go to college. That was it. He had no job, no nothing. All he did was go to college. And he couldn't understand why he was filling his classes. He couldn't understand why, you know, anything. And pretty much, he was one of them entitled brats that fucking thought that the world owed him something. 
I looked at that kid. I said, let me tell you something, son. I said, you see this office right here that I got? He goes, yeah. I earned this through hard work and knowing and trying. Like, I'll admit, I wasn't the best radio DJ. I wasn't the best radio announcer. I wasn't the best. But you know what I did? I put in my time. I put in my hours. I tried. And there wasn't a thing that I wasn't willing to learn. That's what got me that job. And I was me, and I was no one else, okay? So a lot of times when you heard my radio show at times, I was getting paid to do that, okay? Here's my thing. But then I did it after after my college was over with. When I did my show, I did it for nothing. But I did it because I wanted it and because I love it. But that's something else. Right now. Well, here's what I'm saying. As I told him, I said, kid, I said, look here. I said, you got to want to be here. You can't just come here because your mom and daddy made you come here. And you can't come here thinking that everything's going to get handed to you. You got to work for it. You got to earn it. You got to do the paperwork. You got to do the the questionnaires and you got to do the five to ten page fucking essays on dumb shit that don't mean a damn hill of beans to any damn body but your damn teacher. You got to do all this shit. You got to put in the work and you got to put in the time and you got to earn that degree. No damn body's going to fucking give it to you. I never saw that kid after that. I don't know that maybe he went on and maybe he changed his damn um his major or whatever it is, I'm thinking he probably fucking quit. He probably didn't like the answer I fucking gave him. But it's the truth, man. And I see this shit every day. I even see it at work. You got motherfuckers that come in there. They don't want to do nothing. They want you to give them a fucking paycheck. For what? You know what? Let me tell you something. There's days when I go into work and there's machines down everywhere and they want you to push rooms and sometimes once you get done sweeping and cleaning, there's nothing to do. So you're standing around. Let me tell you something. I would rather lose a half a day's pay and come home and do stuff here than I would to stand around at fucking work and do nothing and get paid for it. And you're all thinking, well, damn, what fucking sense does that make? Because I feel like, to me, I'm not earning it. Like, there were times in my life when I was on unemployment because I lost my job, too. Like, my job going to Mexico or, or just I was working temporary jobs or whatever, and they would end and I'd get laid off, right? Even though I was out looking for work and doing the requirement stuff that, that was required for me to do to get that unemployment money, I still felt a part of me that I didn't earn that. Like somebody's fucking giving it to me. And that shit killed me inside. Because I felt like I wasn't earning my key. That's the kind of person I am. That's the kind of person the world is missing. These people nowadays, they don't know shit. All they care about is what they see in their peripheral vision inside the fucking screen of their phone.
Entitled little motherfuckers or entitled fuckers that don't know nothing. They go they go to these damn rallies and they stand out here and they talk about all this shit. Like I was, t- I was watching a thing the other day about abortion. And damn, um, Chuck Schumer was standing up there praising these women at an abortion rally. And there was this young woman standing up there, jumping up, dance, down, talking about how she was proud of her abortion. You shouldn't be ashamed of it. And she's like, you should be proud of your abortion and all that. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, look at these entitled motherfuckers. The way abortion is going nowadays, some of these motherfuckers better be glad they're alive, that they was given life on top of being entitled. Like, are you fucking serious? You could have been not even given fucking life or whatever or a chance at a life and you feel like the world owes you something. The world don't owe you shit. You're lucky that you're alive, right? Get over your fucking self. Man, I'm telling you, it's, I hate it. I really do. Man, I just... And, it, and that's what that's what kind of sparked me. And it was like, but you tell the world, here's the problem. And I'm trying to I'm trying to end this and, and, and make it as shorter as I can. It all ties into. I just see the world right now. What all is going on with the coronavirus and you know the stock market and all this stuff. And everybody wants to blame somebody or something other than all this stuff. And all these people are like, here's the thing, right? Whether you get the coronavirus tomorrow or not, good Lord, I hope nobody I know gets it, and I hope that they find a cure for it soon and all that stuff. Some people think that Donald Trump's not acting fast enough or whatever. Let me tell you something. There's only so much you can do, even as a government, even as a person. There's only so much you can do, and there's only so much you can do with science, even with the technology that we have today. Don't panic. Don't act like a self-entitled asshole and act like that. Oh, man, you know, you know what? I just want to tell y'all people something. The world don't evolve around you. Remember that, okay? The world does not evolve around you. The world does not spin for you. It spins for everybody. It spins for God's creatures that he made put on this earth. No one's entitled to any fucking thing. So if you want something in life, go out and fucking get it. Quit acting like a whiny ass bitch. And quit being stupid. Oh, and one other thing I want to get out of here, but um, I just, I just want to say that, you know, one thing that I hate that's going along with this coronavirus stuff is the stupidity of people. Like, they're here acting like, oh, you shouldn't drink coronas because of the coronavirus and all that shit. Dude, the coronavirus happened in China. Corona's a Mexican beer, you dumbass. Like, are you fucking serious? Like, there's just people out here who are so damn stupid. And I know most people are jokingly about it, but some people are just like, they won't have nothing to do with them. I'm sorry, but 
the world's going to evolve. It's going to rotate whether the fuck you do whatever it is. And stupid people just do stupid shit. Don't let social media fucking cloud your mind. Don't let all this shit fucking get you all twisted up in a fucking hamper. Let me tell you something. Right? Take precautions. Do what you have to. Watch the news that is going to tell you the truth and not blame every damn thing on Donald Trump. And just get prepared and just be safe out here. And you know what's going to happen is when they do find a cure, these fuckers that have the coronavirus, these entitled fuckers are going to feel like they should get the vaccination first. And you know what? Those are the ones that ain't going to get it first. I kind of hope I made sense today. I know I kind of rambled, and I know my voice is kind of messed up, and I'm sorry for that. And that's the only time I'm ever going to apologize in this in this podcast. And um, but before I go, I wanted to give a shout out to two good friends of mine, Justin and Patricia Compton. Um, they both had podcasts here on Anchor. Um, Justin's is the Boss Man podcast, which is really cool. He's got some really in- interesting stuff. So go check him out. And then check out um, Patricia's. Her um, her uh, podcast is, she's got one called Garth Lies, where she exposes all of Garth's lies, all the shit he tells, and she backs it up with, with facts. And then she's got another one called Ice Pets Queen or Ice Pets um, Podcast or something like that. And then another one she does called Ice Pets Queen and Mara Murray Podcast. Check that one out. It's really good, too. And um, they're just good friends of mine. And, you know, go check them out. They're really good podcasters. And I really think that uh, you'll enjoy that. And I just want to say thank you, and I hope y'all indulge me. This is Wild Bill signing out of the Rebel Within podcast. Have a good day. Have a blessed day. And I'll see you again. All right, bye.